again. Greetings and salutations from one of the nicer parts of Commerce City, Colorado. Boy, that's a judgmental way to start off, but... <laughs> oh, oh well, it's out there. Hey, why not? Hey, uh, it's been a long time since I've recorded anything for this podcast. I think I have four or five other podcast episodes... And this has been going on since the last one I recorded actually was last year, 2020. So now it's 2021. Hello, everyone. It is your favorite host. Well, aside from whoever your other favorite host would be, but this is me. Hello. Uh, if I seem a little out of it today, that's because, hey, I'm a little out of it today. I decided last night, after taking a whole bunch of melatonin every night on a regular basis, and by a whole bunch I made two milligrams maybe, I decided I would actually put it out there and go to three milligrams. Uh, yeah, not necessarily the... I was hoping to sleep in a little bit more, and I did. But boy, I did not wake up feeling all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to attack the day. I just kind of glided into it, like Norma Desmond glided into her close-up, Mr. DeMille. So, um, and probably looked about as ugly too. So anyhow, that is what's doing. That is what's doing out here. Melatonin, three milligrams, not necessarily my friend. Two milligrams is good, but, um, yeah, apparently I'm just a really, really, uh, I have a cheap date. Let's put it that way. So, so what's been going on? A big thing that's been happening over this past year. I decided to move. Like I said, I am now living in Commerce City, and that is moving from downtown Denver. And I pretty much have decided I'd had it with downtown Denver. Earlier on in my life, I always thought that I wanted to live downtown in a loft. Um, I remember even being in high school and seeing a feature in a magazine on lofts in downtown Denver and I fell in love and so for so much of my life I had wanted to live in a loft through all sorts of topsy-turvy ways that life takes you I never was able to do it until I was in my 40s finally um, I broke up with my ex and decided to move from suburban Denver into the gaping mall of downtown Denver. And, uh, yeah, no more than a few blocks away from the city capital, actually. The state capital, I should say. And so that was actually quite a bit of fun. But as with all fun, the fun ended, and I have a lot of, a lot of uh, complaints to register, thanks to COVID, quite honestly. So um, I decided that it would be best for me to just move on. So ironically enough, after my four years in downtown Denver, I decided to move back out to the suburbs. So here I am in suburban Denver and quite honestly, loving it. The quietude is beautiful. The peace, the darkness at night and the friendly neighbors, the ability for me to go out walk to the walk to the park or walk to the mailbox and wave hi to neighbors and uh, yeah just just enjoy 
you know, just the, the peace out here. That's a whole bunch of joy that I get from living out here. So that's a wonderful thing. Very happy with that. Denver doesn't really, downtown Denver, doesn't really afford that. So I'm glad to be out here. So what else has been going on in, in my world? Well, like so many other people, I got a little gun shy over the past year of doing much in the way of exercise, going out to the gym or going outside, maybe even just running or walking around. And, you know, COVID has been such a fucktacular presence in our world over the past year and continues to be. But it, uh, it basically rendered me a couch potato, very much a couch potato. I stayed home. I did not do much in the way of exercise. And unfortunately, that uh, reared its ugly head in one major way. Uh, about a month, month and a half ago, I was sitting at my desk and typing and decided to just kind of lightly kick out one of my legs. And I felt oh, a little tingling in my back and down my leg when I did that. Uh, it wasn't entirely uncomfortable, but it was something like, oh, something's not quite right there. And then the next morning I woke up and I could barely move because my back was in such a terrible state of spasm. And getting up took a tremendous effort, walking downstairs and trying to make myself a coffee in the morning was nearly impossible. I just, I actually had to, at some point, kneel down, grab the counters and just hold on and then finally, that wasn't even enough. I had to lay down on the ground, just wincing in pain. And that was the story of my life for another two, three, even four weeks after that. It gradually improved, but it was not fun. I found myself sometimes waking up in the middle of the night, feeling like I should turn over and stealing myself for the act of turning over because I knew it was going to be painful and just be, you know, kind of just imagine myself. Okay. I'm going to turn over on the count of three, one, two. Okay. And one, two. I mean, you, you get the idea. I just kept on trying to 15 minutes later, I would find I still hadn't turned over because I didn't want to put myself into pain, but I was getting restless. So uh, it just sucked. I talked about it with people. I went to the doctor. Actually, I talked about it with my sister, who's a pediatrician. And she said, get yourself a prednisone, get Medrol, get yourself a steroid pack, and that will make all the difference in the world. Well, it didn't. It did help some, I will grant that, but it wasn't tremendous. Turns out ibuprofen was the thing that helped more than anything. Um, when I have my coffee in the mornings, I make up a mixture of turmeric and cinnamon and ginger with a little bit of bake, uh, not baking powder, no, uh, a little bit of black pepper. Um, and that makes for a very delicious cup of coffee and a very wonderful set of anti-inflammatories that are natural and honestly delicious. If you like chai and you like coffee, this is right up your alley. So those helped more than anything. And 
time, of course, waiting for things to kind of calm down. But um, yeah, that was a miserable uh, month, month and a half of pain that I really did not appreciate. I had to cancel a trip to Portland because of it. And it's just not been fun dealing with this. And so there was that. I guess I should also mention, this is kind of an indication about um, the craziness that can be COVID. I actually did catch COVID on January 1st. I was officially diagnosed because my I was up skiing with the family. And shortly after I came back down to Denver, I found out that my niece was having symptoms And so they said, yeah, my family said, you should probably get tested. So I did. And I tested positive on January 1st. Yay, 2021. I made it through 2020, but yeah, jumped into 2021 in the worst possible way. Now, I said how strange and crazy COVID can be. Some people get this disease and obviously it knocks them flat, unfortunately. Unfortunately, to say the very least, unfortunately, people die from this. We've had more people die, more Americans die in peacetime from this disease than from any other cause, I think, since since the flu epidemic, pandemic of 1918. I mean, it's, it's miserable. So, and sometimes it's the healthiest of people that get terribly sick. Me? Eh, I felt a little off. I had my left ear crinkling a lot. I had no respiratory symptoms. I never had a drop in my pulse ox. I never coughed. I never had a fever. And I maybe once or twice um, had some headache. I had a headache that lasted for a couple hours. I think maybe for a half hour one day, I felt nauseated to the point where I thought maybe I might throw up. And honestly, that was it. That was the extent of my experience with COVID. Thank God. I was lucky, lucky, lucky. So, yeah, so life goes on. Um, At least for me, it does. Um, But because I was inactive, because I didn't do anything... Um, you, you get weak and you get sensitive to the tiniest of things. So now I'm starting to be active again. I'm starting to bike around. I'm swimming. I'm starting to lift weights again. And, oh my gosh, can I tell you how beautiful that is? What? Oh, it, it feels wonderful to do that. Yes, I feel a little tired afterward, a little sore, a little exhausted. But, oh, geez, moving the muscles and getting getting the blood moving around it's a blessing i'm so glad of that and so um not not coincidentally uh my back pain has improved it's pretty much done maybe occasionally i do feel it but it's really not a consideration anymore so i'm really thrilled about that so yeah that's the big news really more than anything else all right, how do I make this particular segue? I wrote down a few random notes that I wanted to bring up today, just as the back of it. Um, one of the things, I think one of the reasons that I've had a hard time 
actually coming up with a good blog, either blog posts or podcasts or putting myself out there, I might even start videoing myself, that would be interesting, is that there is so much, there's so much out there on the internet already. People are putting up so much material that you start to wonder, well, okay, everyone else has put out all sorts of stuff. If I put stuff out there, is it really going to make a difference? Of course, that also begs the question, what what difference am I trying to make out there? I don't know, I'm not even sure. But there's just so much out there on the internet, and there's an awful lot that you see. It's kind of tacit signs that you really shouldn't express yourself. Maybe this is the quote-unquote cancel culture that is so prominent in society nowadays. We read all about it. We hear all about it. I see it and I wonder if it's really worth it for me to say things. Do I dare eat a peach to um, quote the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock, really? Do I dare to eat a peach? Well, what difference does it make if you do or if you don't? I think that's probably what it comes down to. So just indulge yourself. Just do it. Um, it does it, it does make it hard, though. You, know, you see people having, you know, putting their opinions out there and then so many other people knocking them down. And so you start to wonder for yourself, is this really worth it? Um, Twitter, I think, is especially bad with this because... You put a single opinion out there and then you have people who can condense all the frustration and let's call a spade a spade, the hatred that they have. And it could be hatred from nothing more than just they got up on the wrong side of the bed. But for people who are just, you know, need something to hate and, oh boy, you make a really good target. Something that I glanced at for five seconds and now I'm feeling hatred built inside of me. I'm just going to spew it out right at you. And, oh, gosh, I feel so much better. That's honestly not cool. I really, that that bums me out to see that sort of thing. So, um, it, uh, it doesn't really provoke a lot of confidence, especially for a person like me who tends to be uh, more quiet, more shy, doesn't really want to put stuff out there anyhow, so... Anyhow, if, if I'm to put good stuff into the world, which is my goal ultimately, I don't want it to feed from, I, I don't want it to be fed from what you see on Twitter nowadays. So, I don't know. I look at Twitter from an arm's distance quite often. Just, I don't know if I trust it. And I had to actually delete one of my accounts one time because it got so so terrible that I would go on and I would start to absorb the hatred and the anger and then I would walk away from it and feel terrible and uh, I was glad I deleted that and I made a pact with myself that when I did return to Twitter I would make a conscious effort to try and keep the positivity there and ignore the negativity so and I've been partly successful with it, certainly more successful than I have been. But it takes time. It takes, it's, it's an issue. It's tough. So Twitter, 
you're on notice. I guess I can put it that way. Another thing that I struggle with, and I may have brought this up before, is uh, seizures, epilepsy. Yes, yours truly, your favorite podcast host is an epileptic. I, um, or I deal with seizures. Um, I don't really think of myself as an epileptic, like that's part of my uh, identity, but I, you know, I have seizures. The really good thing is I haven't had a seizure in, oh gosh, it's coming on six years now. Oh, now I actually look at it. It's been over six years. So yay. Uh, I don't recommend seizures. Don't have a seizure if you can afford it. It's, they're miserable. They're terrible. And the after effects are awful. So, um, but to cut a long story short, I got started. I've been on medication for seizures for, yeah, I guess I can say it decades now. And I put myself on, I got onto another medication, the newest medication, um, six years ago. And it is, um, the best that I have been on so far. You know, you're on a medication that, uh, prevents you from having seizures. Um, that is, that is the good side. You don't have seizures. The bad side is seizure medications by and large are almost always deals with the devil. You know, you shake the hand of the devil and you know, the devil says, yeah, I'll take away your seizures, but it's going to cost you part of your brain. So, you know, pay me in flesh. And so the unfortunate thing is since that time, I've noticed that my motivation is not quite what it has been when I've been younger. Um, and being a person who likes to be self-employed and do my own business, that's unfortunate. Um, and I have a hard time staying motivated and being on task and making my business as successful as I can. I don't necessarily like to hang it on seizure medication. Um, but I do believe that there is a correlation there. I, yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. One other thing, I keep on saying one other thing. I'm getting, that might be my, <laughs> my very call sign. One other thing is that when you are on a seizure medication, uh, and I can talk about this because I live in Colorado and, we all know what Colorado is known for nowadays, marijuana. <laughs> and it's not because we are the only state that has legalized marijuana, but we are, we were the first and we are among the first to have a thriving marijuana based uh, economy, um, at least contributing to it. Um, and I've tried it. Marijuana is not really great if you're not a type A person. I'm not a type A person. If you're very driven and you need something to kind of calm you down, um, it works well. I've had friends, I have friends who are very, very driven and you meet them and you just see the fire in their eyes and just how much they want to do. And you just think to yourself, okay, you're friendly, you're kind, that's great. Just, just back down a little bit. And, um, one friend in particular, 
he says that actually marijuana, like edibles or what, however he takes it, um, really helps to calm him down and actually put him in a frame of mind that makes him tremendously productive. So, you know, when I hear that, it cheers to him. That's wonderful. I'm glad. Um, but the times that I have used it, it renders me absolutely useless. I am a lump of clay sitting on the couch. Um, I am couch locked and I cannot get up and do anything. And I, it's, it's miserable. I don't like it. And then I have not necessarily a hangover the next day. Like it, physically, I don't feel bad. But I do remember when I was taking Chinese um, classes on, let's see, I was taking them on Saturday morning. So Friday night, I decided to vape a little bit. And then the next morning I got up and felt fine, drove to class, felt fine. Um, and then started participating in class, opened my mouth and realized my brain was just jelly. Like I couldn't think of a thing, a response the thoughts just weren't coming. And yes, I understand Chinese is difficult, but I'm used to being able to formulate, you know, a good response in response to a question in Chinese, or I was at the time. And I realized, oh no, that's not good. So, you know, I am grateful for the opportunity to have used marijuana responsibly and to have seen that it is not for me. I'm not a fan of it personally. If it works for you, I'm thrilled. Great. Go for it. But it just, it doesn't work for me. So I feel no need to use it anymore. So there you go. Oh, also it doesn't really help that I'm actually already on a downer. Vimpat is a downer drug. And so I don't really, you know, you add both of those together and that's why I'm so useless <laughs> if I if I use marijuana. So I probably will not use it again, and that's perfectly fine by me. <sighs> oh well. So, speaking of business, one of the things that I am in the process of doing right now is starting a new business. Um, I have been involved in one career for nearly a decade, and it has been... It has been very productive. It has been very beneficial. I've been very grateful for the experience that I've gotten from it. And it has been time for me to move on. And I've always had this on my mind for the past two or three years. I said, you know, in about two or three years, I see myself transitioning out. And I have. So that's cool. So I'm in the process of starting a new business. And while I'm doing this, I'm realizing how crazy it is uh, to do this. So, like, where do you start? You know, I'm looking at things, okay, well, I'd like to research websites. I should get myself a website, create a website and put it out there. And then I realize, oh, in order to have a website, I probably should have a domain name first if I'm to be treated, you know, on a professional level, if I'm to be treated seriously. Okay. Um, oh, and if I have a website, maybe like, should I have a logo? That might be something good. Cause I could then put it on my business card. Oh yeah. I need to get business cards. Uh, wait, if I have a business card, what's my business name? 
Okay, and then if I do that, um, I'm going to be earning money. Then, you know, if people pay me, how am I going to handle that? Do, like, do I get a credit card machine or do they, um, if they write, oh, geez, if they write checks, what checking account would they write it to? Is it going to be written to me personally or should I get another checking account? Oh, boy. And then which of these all different things that I should have. Which should I come up with first? How do I, or do I just throw them all together at the wall and see what sticks? And then if it doesn't stick, then I put them back together. And hopefully at some point things end up working out well. How do I do this? You know, there's, you know, obviously there is some perfect way to do all this, but it's not easy to figure out. Um, you know, if you, if you do one thing, you, inevitably, if I do this, I feel like I'm at some point going to be putting the cart before the horse and then not knowing exactly what to do from that point. So some of this is a little fumbling and, you know, I've, I've had, <laughs> I've had two other businesses before. One I started back in 2005, another one I started back in 2011. And so you know, time moves on, you know, all these other things existed back then, checking accounts, logos, websites, although definitely things have moved on since then. Um, domains have always been around, you know, but business cards, what do you, what do you do first? It almost, I always feel more of a uh, urgency to try and get this taken care of sooner than later. So, yeah, to be honest, I think I've caught you all up on my life and where I am right now, and I've done it in less than 30 minutes. Woohoo! And it only took 30 minutes of your time. If you listened all this time, thank you. I really appreciate it. And um, I can add one more thing that would be wonderful. I want to mention this. Oh, yeah, this will take a little time. I apologize. But this is so important to me, so near and dear to my heart. Music, choral music. Um, as you might be able to tell from my voice, I'm, I'm a baritone slash bass in a choir. And I have been singing in choirs for so much of my life. And it absolutely gobsmacked me when I found out last March that not only was it not a good idea to sing in a choral setting, but with COVID, choral singing actually began to be viewed as one of the most dangerous activities one could do in this pandemic. Who knew? Seriously, singing. Something that brings about so much liveliness and joy to so many people could now be construed as one of the deadliest things you could do. But, of course, it makes sense when you think about it. You're singing with a lot of other people in an enclosed environment, and the singers are busy breathing in very deeply and breathing out quite a bit. So if you're sick, you're breathing out all your viruses, and then other people around you are going to be breathing them in. And um, if you want to read a really compelling story about how that got to be such a tremendously uh, 
dangerous activity, you can look up the Skagit Valley Corral. In uh, I read an article about it in the New York Times and how they had one particular rehearsal. And from that one rehearsal, the majority of the people who attended got sick and a few did die and others ended up going to the hospital. And it was uh, very unexpected, but that became a very cautionary tale to everyone else in the coral world. And as a result of that report, basically the coral world shut down, but quick and for good for 2020. Unless you call, unless you uh, consider virtual choirs. And that's a whole story on its own. I might put that off until later. But um, now that things are better and people are getting vaccinated and the rates of COVID infection and the rates of death are going down dramatically, it looks like we will be able to have a um, have choir again in the fall hope so and i can tell you when i go into that rehearsal and see friends again and people i've sung with for years and we start singing again i am going to be just i'm going to be falling apart in tears of joy because it had been so long since i'd seen people and it has been yeah it's been tough it, it's been tough to go without singing with friends and um fellow singers over the past year so i'm excited to do this so that's that's where i'm at that's where life is hope you're all doing well i hope you all are staying safe staying healthy enjoying life to the fullest and i wish you all well and uh, who knows, maybe this will become a more regular occurrence. Now that I've moved, now that I'm in a better place, maybe I'll be able to do this better on a more regular basis, and you'll be able to hear my voice. And I hope I have good things to put out into the world, because I feel like we are missing an awful lot of that nowadays. So thank you, take care, and I'll come up with some really great uh, closing line at a later time, but be well.